Welcome to the My Personal Football Coach Youth Soccer Player Development Podcast, episode 51 with Stefano Pasquinelli. Welcome to MyPersonalFootballCoach.com's Soccer Player Development Podcast. Discover all the secrets, hints and tips about soccer player development and soccer coaching from some of the leading figures in world soccer. Here's your host, Saul Isaacson-Hurst. Hi guys, welcome back to another show. Uh, sorry I haven't been uh, released one for a while, been busy with the My Personal Football Coach and Coaching Family webinar series. Uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you check that out. We're doing webinars every weekend during this lockdown period and then all the webinars are also available on the Coaches Pass to watch back. Uh, also did a really good one with Romeo Jozak the other day, which is on the uh, Inside the Academy YouTube channel. Uh, so you can check that out. But yeah, we're back and uh, really excited about our guest this week, Stefano Pasquinelli, who's uh, the head of youth or the youth coordinator from uh, 7s to 13s at Lazio. So great to have Stefano on the show, real privilege. First time I've had an Italian coach on the show, so great to get a bit of a, an idea about uh, what's going on in Italy uh, in terms of development, uh, one of the biggest clubs over there. And some real key interesting points. Obviously, he talks about ball mastery and one v one being real, real intricate and key to their methodology where he works and where he worked previously. So that's really interesting. Uh, so Stefano's got a lot of uh, knowledge to share. So I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I've got some big ones coming up. The next one is probably one of the biggest ones uh, I've ever done. So really excited about getting that out asap. Um, lots going on. Uh, with my personal football coach, uh, just uh, the club partnership goes from strength to strength. We've now basically developed the app. So what you can do if you're a club, uh, not only can you log in and check the usage of the data, what you can do also is that you can also set the players individual training plans for the week or the team's individual training plans for the week. So any any uh, videos on the app, you can basically uh, assign to players uh, training programs. We've also got a leaderboard on the app now where players can um, compete against each other, who's been on the app the longest, a uh, bit of gamification. So we've had so many clubs on board in the last couple of months, obviously in this lockdown period, we're supporting clubs all around the world. So don't forget also, we've got a lockdown special with up to 70% off the club partnership at the moment. If you're interested how uh, my personal football coach can take your club to the next level, obviously it's unique as well. Obviously, not only do we provide the app, but we provide the coaches pass as well as a free resource uh, to all your coaches. Uh, so we, we support all the players and the coaches as well. So a real unique uh, offering. There's nothing else like that in the world in terms of an app with a technical development app with uh, my tech, my background in, in coaching, but obviously then also something that supports the coaches as well. Quick one as well. And if you do enjoy the podcast, please do uh, leave a review it really does uh, make a massive uh, difference we'd appreciate it and finally big shout out to uh, VO cameras uh, we've been testing well before the lockdown period we were testing the VO cameras can't recommend this camera enough in terms of AI for recording uh, games and analyzing games uh, we've been using it with uh, some of the grassroots teams we're associated with some of our partner clubs and the feedback has been fantastic so really interesting. So if you can check out the VO cameras, uh, we're really uh, we have had fantastic feedback from these cam this this uh, this this uh, technology and software. Uh, so if you're looking to film the games at grassroots level, it's probably the best offering out there. So uh, without further ado, though, looking forward to uh, seeing you guys or getting more podcasts out to you guys as much as possible in the next few weeks. And uh, let's get into the show. So Stefano Pasquinelli, welcome to the show. 
Welcome to everybody. Thank you for uh, thank you so for this opportunity. Thanks I'm very joining. honored to explain my experience here. Thanks for joining us. Just can you give us a little bit of a brief just background about your playing and coaching journey up to this point, please? Yeah, so so football is part of my life since I was uh, four years older, and uh, I played soccer until 24 years old, uh, not as a professional football player. Then I wanted to realize my career in the sports, so I started with a university in sports science. When I was there, I practiced in an amatorial team of my city for two years. Then I graduated in sports science about eight years ago, and I had the opportunity to start many experiences inside the professional clubs. The first one was Atalanta, where I practiced for three years. Then I moved to Albino Lefe, it's a professional team that plays in uh, Serie C, the third division, uh, for two years where I was a head coach of uh, under 11 and under 13 teams. After that I had the big opportunity to join with AC Milan, only, just only for one year uh, with the under 11 team. And uh, in 2017, I moved to SS Lazio, where I'm now I am the head of the academy from the under seven to under 13. Lovely, fantastic, perfect. So just tell us a little bit about then your first um, experiences in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, what was that like there? Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a, it had, uh, I had a big opportunity to start uh, with Atalanta's team when I was a university with a uh, a stage, a stage for one year when I followed the under 10 team on the pitch for the training and all kind of matches. The next two years, uh, I continued the path with the uh, under 11s both. The players were uh, 2003 and 2004. Now is they are uh, under 16 and 17 too. It was a great experience for me because uh, I had the opportunity to follow the coaches to know the method and improve my skills and knowledge inside one of the best teams in Europe in the youth sector. Their method is based on technical development. It's very easy to find in Italy and Atalanta players because they're very able in, uh, in technical skills. Interesting. They, so t- t- tell us a little bit more about that then, Stefano. What does that look like on the training pitch? Yeah, they dedicate the first uh, 30 minutes uh, of the training on a technical skills in analytic way or situational to then report uh, in a global situation. So start with uh, 10, 15 minutes on the ball mastery, then another 20 minutes in 1v1, 2v2, uh, 20 minutes in positional game or possessions and a small side game uh, for another 20-25 minutes like mm, 2v2 or 3v3, 4v4 depends on the category. Uh, 20 minutes on the coordination like movement uh, without a ball especially uh, for another 20 minutes and uh, finish the, the session with, uh, with a game 5v5, 7v7, 9v9, uh, so it depends. In Italy, they were the first team that starts to develop with young players since 1990. They are the first. So what do you mean by they're the first team to develop young players? Yeah, because the, they put uh, very big attention to recruitment uh, to, and start uh, with the, the youngest one. Since uh, uh, this year, they start with uh, eight, nine years old. Not so usually in that period because uh, like uh, Milan, AC Milan, Internazionale and the other clubs starts uh, 
um, not so not so far. Wow. So then, tell us a little bit. Some, but what? When when you say they were the first ones to develop, you mean they? I mean, what are the, do, do they have? They have a lot of success then in terms of de- developing players. Yeah, because uh, they they recruit the best players uh, in their age and uh, in the last uh, 10, 15 years uh, in Italy you could find uh, a lot of Atalanta players that start the, um, their path in the in the academy. Okay, interesting, interesting. And then tell us a little bit about those first days for you. What were the what? First of all, was I'm interested. Was it different being Atalanta, the terms of the methodology there, and then also what you had learned at the Italian FA on your coaching courses? Was there a difference or was it the same sort of philosophy? No, it's, uh, it's the same. More attention maybe with the technical and analytic way. They very dedicate uh, a lot of attention on the mole mastery uh, for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but uh, uh, before the games too, we train uh, the ball mastery, and you really, you, you, if you come in Italy, you could find uh, the, the, the Atalanta players. Now they change the, their method; is more like a global situation, uh, game understanding, because uh, so now mm, is a little bit changed the the method of the the, the game. Why, why do you think they change if they're having such success? <laughs> I think the, if you have the best players inside your academy and uh, in the past uh, there's no so difficult the coordination movement, uh, if you could train uh, uh, since when, uh, when he was uh, seven, eight years old and uh, until uh, 15, 17, 17 years old, uh, you could have uh, a big result in, uh, in technical. And so, I mean, and in terms of you as a coach, what were the the main things you learned from at, being at Atalanta? The main lessons you learned from there, your first experience at an academy. But uh, I I was very younger. I was uh, 23, 24, 25 years old. So for me, it's a very big experience on the approach with the guys, on the methodology and uh, try to learn and, uh, and train uh, the, these guys. It's very, very big opportunity for me. So then, so then tell us about Milan. How did that opportunity come about? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a funny situation. I played uh, an official match against uh, AC Milan with my under-13 teams of uh, Albino Leffe. And uh, at the end of the match, the coordinator, that currently my director in Lazio, Mr. Mauro Bianchesi, come and made me some question about myself, about my job, my football as ideas. That was the first contact, the first approach, and, I, and in July I signed my contract uh, with them. I think that was one of the best team in Italy for organization, for the structures, and the players too. They started with, um, uh, after the, the Atalanta, but uh, they have a big uh, invest investment to explain their program. So my life changed uh, and my football talks too because I had the opportunity to participate in several meetings, uh, three every week on, on, on Monday, on Wednesday and Friday, where we talked about the methodology and for me it's very professional and important for my growth. So. He the, the, he was watching your team play and was impressed. So then he gave you the job. Is that the is that how it happened? 
for me, it's a very, <laughs> so it's very big important for me because uh, I had the opportunity to train uh, an under 11 uh, team that uh, we have uh, 24 players, a very important players with uh, technical ability. And uh, so it's, it's so, very... So tell us, tell us then about how the methodology at Milan, tell us about the yeah. methodology at Milan in the academy. Yeah, we train two times, only two times a week for two hours every training, but we play two different matches in the weekend, an official championship 9v9 and a friendly match or test match against another professional clubs. As Atalanta do, there were uh, attention uh, on a technical development, but the difference was the approach about the global situation and uh, the attention uh, about the game understanding. So they divided the pitch in uh, three different zones, one of construction, the maintenance, and the finalization too, and uh, try to transfer the situation and game principle inside the, these three different zones. Moreover, the approach uh, from under nine with the winning mentality, typical of the biggest club in the world. Wow. So then tell us what a typical uh, under 11 Milan session would look like. But it's uh, similar because uh, we start with uh, ball mastery too, 10, 15 minutes. Then uh, in situational games, uh, 1v1, 2v1, 2v2. Uh, a performance to like a movement skills uh, and something just like that. And uh, the difference was this, that we tried to uh, report the small situation like 2v1, 2v2, 3v1, 3v2, 3v3 inside a specific area in the, in the pitch. So the first, uh, the first days of the, of the week, we, um, we train the construction or the maintenance. And uh, the second day, we try to train the, the finalization, so they shoot, on, they shoot on goal and a similar situation. And tell us a little bit about recruitment at Milan. What sort of players do Milan like to recruit? So in Italy, so mostly in the north of region, there's a rush, a very rush to select the best players uh, already from seven, eight years old. In fact, there's a large number of professional teams that base their programs on recruitment. I think that only one parameter is not enough to play a professional game. The futures are technical, physical, tactical, and cognitive. So sometimes uh, in Italy, they put too much attention on the physical characteristics. So they penalize the smallest players uh, that are usually more technical than the other. This is one of the biggest discussion in Italy. When uh, I was in Milan, uh, we, we focus on the technical, but uh, the physical and uh, cognitive is uh, very important. My experience playing Milan uh, when I was in academy football at Tottenham particularly and at Chelsea was they were always very physical, big, very big, big boys. Whereas Tottenham, yeah. we were very small. Chelsea is the same, we're very big physically, but I remember Milan always physically very, very uh, big, matured. Yeah, but uh, they the, are not the biggest one in Italy. <laughs> who's, uh, who's the biggest one in Italy? I think uh, Internazionale, I okay. think uh, Atalanta too, <coughs> and uh, Juventus uh, had a, a mix. There's a mix in AC Milan too, but uh, some clubs uh, look for the technical of the players or 
tactical cognitive uh, features. And tell us about your, your, your own experience. What were your main things you learned at Milan as a coach? Oh, uh, it's important because, uh, as I explained before, we have uh, the opportunity to to have three meetings uh, every week with the, all the, the staffs uh, of the academy and uh, all the youth sector. So we try to speak uh, to confront the the method uh, with uh, with the other staff from the under 13, from the under 15, and the, um, there's a, a coach that had a big. Uh, a big uh, curriculum, the uh, ex-players, uh, and uh, had the opportunity to to um, learn a very, very, very huge uh, information. Okay, so tell us about then your move to Lazio. How did that happen? Yeah, so um, in 2017, AC Milan changed his president, so I moved to SS Lazio with uh, Mr. Bianchesi. Since uh, 2017, too, I'm the head of the academy. So as I explained before, I um, controlled from the under seven to under thirteen. Um, I changed my role. Basically, now I have to organize the season of the teams, select uh, and train the staff, develop the technical program and methodology, monitoring uh, the evolution of the players during the season and select and uh, recruit and select the players for the next season with the head of the scouting and coordinate all the areas, uh, technical one, goalkeeper, performance. Moreover, I am the coordinator. We have two different projects. One is uh, Lazio Soccer School. It's a project that involves the local or regional clubs uh, develop uh, our program inside the region and uh, some other activities like tournaments, friendly match and summer camp during the season. Um, I'm also the coordinator of the Gold Project. It's a special project, it's a very big project reserved for uh, the best uh, eight or nine players of uh, under 13 and under 14. Twice a month uh, they come to the sports center, usually on Monday, to develop their ability in different disciplines. They do specific training in technical skills, physical and postural program, martial arts, psychological and nutritional sessions, so they improve their quality and knowledge to try to become professional players. These integrate the normal activity that they practice during the week. Interesting, so those players will get extra training because they are the best players. Yeah. So they're, they're the players you think have the best opportunity to be professional. Yeah, uh, we think uh, we try to select them. Uh, it's only eight, nine, but uh, we think that uh, is the, the our future. And how did the players react who are not in that group on the, and the parents? Uh, they had uh, a lot of motivation to convince them uh, that they had the opportunity to, to take part of this project. Interesting. And 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 so just so you you manage the seven to thirteens, yeah. And so who so what's the other managers in the academy? Does someone manage the thirteen to the? Tell me about the other. Age. 17. 13, thirteen to seventeen. Seventeen. There's my uh, colleague, and um, there's uh, Mr. Mauro Bianchesi is a uh, uh, coordinator of all the, the youth academy. academy. Yeah, all academy. Interesting. Okay, good. So there's lots of interesting things to. And talk about there. So let's talk about what age you start to recruit players at Lazio. 
So we started at uh, eight, nine years old. Basically, we focus on the best players in Rome and around the city because Rome is very big uh, city. From uh, what's, the, what, what's the sorry to interrupt? What do you yeah. know? What the population of Rome is roughly? Uh, three millions of people. Three millions yeah. now. Okay. Know. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's a little bit different from uh, Milan because it's the uh, smallest one and uh, have um, um, a large number of uh, little uh, city and country inside uh, around the city. Rome is more biggest uh, from uh, respect Milan. Okay. So we try to focus our uh, our recruitment in uh, in Rome and around the city, and uh, from the under eleven uh, over, uh, we expand the research in all the region. So in Italy, from the under fifteen, there's a possibility to select players all around the country. So tell us about your recruitment then of the eight and nine year olds. What does that look like? Tell us about your um, your development center structure and that sort of thing. Well, principal on the technical skills because uh, really young and uh, we look like uh, we look uh, we focus uh, our uh, our improvement in uh, in the technical skills. And how many how many development centers do you have, for example, around the city? We have uh, two different uh, development centers. Yeah, one in north and one in south of the city. So we try to control all the all the city. And how and and what about how many? Do you know sort of getting trying to get an idea of how many players you see each week in your development centers, or how big is the bottom of the pyramid there? So we have uh, two hundred and fifty players inside it uh, with different match. Uh, so you can look uh, a very huge number of the players. We start from the under seven. And uh, our foundation uh, is composed for uh, 14 different teams. Uh, the first, uh, our first goal is the selection of the best players, but uh, we have uh, 12 official scouts and many other collaborators in the region that take care of the teams and try to create uh, a construct constructive relation with them. In Rome, there's a large number of, uh, of teams, uh, like, uh, such as like uh, a thousand. So it's very difficult to control all the teams, but uh, uh, with the official uh, championship, with the friendly match, with the uh, uh, scouts, uh, you could try to have a control of the, all the city. Moreover, we have uh, another 10 teams that we control directly. So in the territory, we, with uh, our affiliation program, as explained before, Lazio Soccer School, something like a thousand and five hundred players. Interesting. So, so you, the first team you recruit is your under eights. Is that the first official Lazio team? Yeah. And so, how many how many players, for example, did you take this season in the under eight squad? Now we 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 look like we control the under eight for the next season in under nine. So under nine is the first official in season. The first team, yeah, sorry. Okay, so so how so how many players are in your under nine squad this year? Uh, we have in under nine in the first team. Uh, we have uh, 16, 14, 16 players, and uh, eight come from uh, our academy, and the other seven, eight for uh, external team. So how, how does that work with the external team? So how? Uh, sorry. So you have nine players in from the academy and several players from a different team in there. Yeah. So why why is that? 
because we 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 find uh, another uh, another players uh, that's not uh, signed with them uh, before. So they're on trial, you mean? Yeah, they're, they're on trial. Interesting. So tell us what a typical under nine session at Lazio looks like. So we divided the the session in four different phases: uh, one technical, one of performance, one uh, situational, and one of the game or matches. Uh, the under nine starts sometimes with the ball mastery for uh, 10, 15 minutes, and it's uh, application in one v one or two v one for another 20 minutes. The, the performance uh, includes uh, the movement skill uh, without the ball, uh, jump, through, catch, pull and push, uh, so uh, all the coordination for another 20 minutes. Then we report in a situational one, include possession like a rondos, uh, 3v1, 4v1, 4v2, uh, 2v2 and 3v3 small side game and specific situation inside the pitch. And uh, finally, the game is based on match uh, 5v5 or 7v7 for the last 25-30 minutes. And so how many times a week do they train? Uh, three times a week for two hours, every training from uh, 5pm to 7pm. Okay. And so then tell us a little bit about the games program for the under-9s. So who, who do you play? Uh, we play... Or 5v5 or 7v7, different uh, in the championship in Italy. The, uh, the, championship, the official championship starts from the under-8 and uh, we have to play um, against uh, one, uh, one year older. Okay, okay. but do, do you play other Serie A clubs? Obviously Roma is in Rome, but any other clubs mm -hmm. in under-9? Not, not so, not so usually. Because but they, are they not in the championship? Ranks and Roma were put in uh, in one ranks and Lazio in the other one because there's a uh, derby is not is very is very high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can, yeah, I can imagine. I've I've seen it at the first team level, so I can understand yeah. it. Interesting. So you you'll play local teams, but a year older in the in the in the championship. Yeah. And uh, tell us about then how important is how important is winning mentality at the under nines? Yeah, in this phase, our focus is on the play and the individual development. The competitive starts at under fourteen, but uh, it's important to create a winner mentality in our players because they are uh, professional players. Uh, and uh, we try to transfer the importance and the quality of the sport, the fair play too. But so I've never seen a child that play to lose. Absolutely. <laughs> it's also necessary to educate them to accept the defeat. Absolutely. And I'm interested there because obviously you 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 have one v one as a big part. Is that something you took from Atlanta as a as a big important part of the book with the one v one? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very important in 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 Italy FA because. Uh, uh, can um, you could uh, train uh, all the ability, the conduction, the trick and skills, uh, uh, the defensive one, uh, and uh, so not only in the general situation, but we try to report them in a specific situation with the goal, with the goalkeepers, uh, and in specific zone of the pitch, uh, and it's important for us. Is it? Is that important for the Italian Federation as well? Is that part of the coach education program, 1v1? Yeah. It is. Interesting. 
Okay, so tell us then about, um, for example, the under under twelves. What does a typical under twelve session look like? So the, the organization of the training session is uh, very similar. The differences are the spaces and the number of players involved uh, on the exercise. Uh, so the under twelve uh, plays nine v nine. So the the session uh, provides more possession, more ambiguous, more side game like four v four, five v five, more attention on the pass and receivability and uh, orientation inside the pitch. There's a one v one too, but uh, not so specifically like in the under nine. And we are more focused, uh, so as explained, and on the game understanding. The game is based on match uh, 7v7 or 9v9, and the performance area we start to learn the change of direction speed, the core training, and the first approach about the strength program. And, and um, what? How many times a week do they do the train? The under 12s train. Time two, two hours uh, every uh, every training for uh, from the three to uh, five pm. Okay, and when does that change then? When do academy players at Lazio start to train more than three times a week? We, they change on under 15 uh, because uh, on the under 13 and under 14 they train three times a week, but uh, they have uh, two different championships, one professional and one with uh, regional clubs. So they, they play five times a week Three, three training session and two and two matches. Interesting. Okay, and then so uh, tell us a bit about your formations. What what formations do the does an under nine team play in a seven v seven, for example? What formation? So seven v seven is indifferent. Like uh, two, three, one, three, one, two. They have to respect the ability of the players. Uh, if we have uh, two forward, uh, we play with two forward. If we have a good uh, midfielder, we play with only one midfielder. Mm, it's not important for us the the formation. And what about the under at the under 12s when they're playing the 99? Same the same, the same. The, the the principle we we play with the principle, so the formation is not important. We play. Three, four, one, three, three, two, through two, three, three is it's not important. We look uh, with the space uh, and the time, time and space, and uh, our principal game, game's principle like uh, uh, rational occupation of the space, uh, uh, recover the ball when you lose it, uh, and many others. So tell us a bit about then the style of play. What is the style of play of a typical Lazio team, academy team? Yeah, we we have to dominate the game. We want to have a possession of the ball, and uh, we want to have a, an offensive game. Try to uh, attack the counterattack the the other the adversary, the and try to try to win the game, but with the game possession and try to dominate the game. Okay, and so how much time do you think you spend on individual technique? And how much time do you think you spend on group possession? So, as explained, uh, 30 minutes on the individual technique, and the other part of the session is dedicated for a global situation. So, we uh, give to all the players during uh, every week 
we give them a specific program that they have uh, um, at home, a little bit uh, homework on the technical ball mastery that they easily do at home in in the in the bedroom or uh, somewhere. So give like, us an example uh, of that. What, what what would be an example of that homework? Um, 30 minutes of session of the ball mastery and uh, or uh, something like uh, coordination, uh, individual training that they easily do at home. Oh, interesting. Okay, so then tell us about positions. Um, just, I don't know, interested. Just what, when, uh, how, how often did players change positions in in the game, or do they have set positions? What age do they start playing a certain position at the club? So um, during our pathway. They, when we are uh, under nine, from under nine to under twelve, uh, they change uh, two, three different positions like uh, their attitude. So from the under thirteen, uh, under fourteen uh, is more specifically like a midfielder. They maximum change uh, one or two change central midfielder or lateral midfielder, or, um, lateral uh, offensive uh, or lateral defensive. Uh, and in under 15 is another more specific uh, position. Okay, and, and how, how do you judge success in the academy? So we differentiated three different um, phases. We, we evaluated the first one from uh, under 12 to under 13, so from the foundation to agonist, uh, agonist game, really, so the um, 11 football. Uh, the second phase is uh, from under 14 to under 15 when they uh, play a national championship uh, game and the last one from the under 17 to under 19. Okay, and so then tell us a little bit about then the transition from under 12 to under 13. So yeah. uh, tell us about what sort of things the under th the 13s and 14s and 15s are doing. <laughs> different Same. model of the of the game uh, basically so they they change uh, the 99 to 11s football uh, and uh, change the change the a little bit the the phase of the, the of the session but the methodology is same all the way through yeah the methodology is the same change the the the, the space change the number change the objective and the target but the the methodology is the same for all the academy and so what age do you say they start playing nationally against all the other Serie A clubs so they start the first championship is in under 13 okay. with uh, with play against uh, Serie A Serie B Serie C teams uh, there are different uh, three phases a regional one inter-regional two and the final four, where uh, the first four team of different ranks uh, comes from the playoff, uh, and uh, they play 99. In the under 14 is the same one, but like uh, 11s football. And uh, on the under 15, they start a national championship that uh, is uh, divided in three different uh, ranks: uh, North, uh, um, Center, and South uh, Division. Interesting. And, and do you do do you do day release from school? Do, do children ever come out from school to train at the club? 
No, during the during the week they they go to school from Monday to Friday. Sometimes uh, rarely on uh, Saturday morning too. So we start the training at uh, 3 p.m. Uh, from the from 5 p.m. and during the weekend we we play on Sunday Sunday morning. Okay, and so, and tell us what how does the the academy um, create a pathway to the first team for players? Yeah, we have a we put the the players in the biggest condition to to train. So we have uh, another uh, specific area, psychological, that uh, involves player prepare uh, prepare the players for the next steps from the under 15 to under 17 and from to under 17 to under 19. And uh, from this season, we also create a specific formation program. That's name is post career school to inform the guys to other possibility if they will not have the chances to become a football professional players. Okay. And um, what are your uh, aspirations for the future, personally? Personally, my biggest aspiration is to improve uh, my skills in this role and try to transfer in all the youth sector. We have a long program here and uh, I hope to see some players that, that start in our academy make their debut in uh, our first team and, or in Serie A. And when you uh, go and play tournaments around Europe, yeah. what are your experiences of different footballing cultures? Uh, for us, the, we try to um, play different tournaments around the around the world around the in Europe uh, specifically to try to um, have a have a match uh, and try to speak and talk with uh, with other coach with other staff to try to uh, learn and to improve uh, with uh, with our methodology it's very important for us and the difference is it uh, depends on the on the country the England one uh, or the Russia one on the um, Spanish one is uh, very different but it's very cool to to approach with them what, what what's your experiences of English academy football they are very able in 1v1 and technical ability it's very fast it's very quickly and uh, we try to transfer uh, your improving uh, our academy too I have uh, the opportunity to stay to stay uh, last year in Turkish, where I where I meet the Manchester City, where I meet uh, uh, Chelsea too, and uh, the the difference is like the one v one ability. And um, and what about Spanish players? What do you notice about the Spanish players? It's a little bit different because they concentrate the, their attention on the game understanding, the ball possession. They're very good on the technical ability. But it's a little bit different. It's more organization, um, different in uh, England academy. It's more uh, concentrated in, uh, in individual technical and individual uh, ability. The Spanish and Italian are more concentration in, uh, there's more concentration in game understanding, the organization, the tactical. It's a little bit different. And what's your thoughts on Italian football as a whole in terms of? development is the, is the future bright for the 
the Zurich? Yeah, I hope. I think it's uh, something will change in the next future as already happened in the last years. Uh, it's necessary that we adapt our football culture to a new game model. We are able to trans transmit uh, our ability in technical skills, but uh, we have to change our approach in the individual ability and uh, individual tactical, individual techniques. And uh, so Lazio and Atalanta and many other teams are a great example of this change. We had a lot of possibility here. The, the football culture is very huge. Uh, it's important for our country. So we should be able to find the right way. Because I always, when I was younger, I remember players like Baggio, Del Piero, uh, obviously uh, the Canio, one of your guys. <laughs> so always producing, you know, flair number tens. Why yeah. do you think? Why do you think maybe Italy hasn't produced these types of players recently? The first thing I think is uh, there are no the same guys. It's different the approach. Uh, in the grassroots, uh, I think the the players don't play outside the normal program of the training, and uh, the talent is not so uh, usually to find uh, outside the, the our academy, and uh, we have to put more attention on their ability. So you think there's not much street soccer going on at the moment? No, yeah. It's, uh, it's very different from when I was younger. I played uh, four times a week uh, outside my teams and two times with my teams. But uh, the street soccer is, uh, is very important for the ability, for the cognitive, for the, uh, all the situational game and creative game. So we, can, uh, we have to recreate the this, this same situation inside our academy, but it's not so easy. So, I mean, I was going to ask you that. So you try to replicate that street soccer environment within the academy sometimes? Yeah, we try to, but it's very difficult because we have uh, not so, not many time to replicate. We try to organize a little bit tournament 2v2, 3v3 without a rules and where, where the coach uh, don't control them. Interesting. As I said, just tell us a little bit about then about the 15, 16, 17s, the older players. Yeah. Do they have a set formation? Do there's, is there a formation at the club which you prefer or is it again there's flexibility? What formation do they play in 11v11 game? Oh, we, like all the academy, we, we haven't a specific formation. The importance is the ability of the players, and uh, every team has a different, uh, different uh, characteristics. So uh, we we play with uh, three def uh, defendant or four uh, four line, uh, three forward. Uh, it's different for us, really. The and importance is uh, yeah. the players uh, because uh, our goal is to bring the players from the academy to the first team, not the not the, the squad, the team. Interesting. And tell us about how do you, what do you look for when you, you, you look for new coaches at the club? When you look to recruit coaches, what are you looking for? They, they should have a big passion on the sports. Uh, if it's possible, they have to play uh, in the past uh, a football. They have um, 
a good ability to to learn with uh, to teach uh, with the guys with the baby or with a, a professional uh, professional players we try to uh, look them during the during the season and try to find them but uh, usually try to uh, create a path with the, with the tra- with uh, our staff uh, during uh, our period inside the academy and so what sort of stuff do you do for your coaches to develop them sorry what what what's what's your coach education program look like oh how, we, how do you we, develop coaches yeah yeah we we have uh, a meeting uh, every two weeks and we try to um, approach with them with a different uh, technical or ability or a tactical skills uh, and try to have a um, discussion about this uh, and try to grow uh, growth uh, our uh, our ability our knowledge uh, about this uh, and to try to define the lines that we have to have to create uh, and uh, perfect perfect uh, our methodology uh, and what would your advice be to a, a young aspiring coach who wants to develop a career in the game your advice to a young coach who wants to ah, for younger, be successful young yeah uh, they have to study study because uh, football every year change uh, and uh, look some players uh, look uh, try and they're trial and they're trial and there is uh, it's usually like um, uh, different uh, years uh, try to experimental games uh, experimental training uh, uh, the, the importance is that they are able to to transfer their their knowledge to the pitch and uh, to the players. And and how do you develop yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I try to have a a big background and try to observe all the situation. I try to receive the feedback for my for my head for uh, from Mr. Bianchesi and try to change my ability to, to grow inside my inside this academy because uh, our president have um, a big uh, aspiration to 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 create uh, a big youth sector in Italy. And I'm interested, how much uh, influence does the federation have within the academy? Do they come and support? Do they visit? Do they consult? Not so usually. Mm, they have a um, monthly. So uh, we have a monthly um, exchange of information, but it's not so uh, not so easy that uh, the federation comes to to us and visit the academy. Yeah, because interesting, because in England, similar, the federation here has doesn't have much power. The Premier League run the academies. So the, Fed, the, F, the federation acts more like in coach education. So I was just interested in how it looked like in the in the Italian model. No, no, it's, uh, it's the same. Um, and um, what about in terms of what what age do players start getting selected for Italy, the Italian team, the national, the federation? From the under fifteen. Under fifteen. Under fifteen, yeah. And the same. Then, and how often will players go and train with them at fifteen? Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, all the Europe. I I don't know, but uh, I think it's uh, in all the Europe it starts from the under fifteen. Yeah. Okay. And then and uh, finally, what what advice would you have for a young player? 
they have to have to dream, have to train, uh, have to improve their skills, uh, and uh, and try to become a football professional player. And uh, it's a long way; it's very difficult. And uh, I hope for uh, everybody there's opportunity, but it's very for uh, for a restrict number of uh, of guys. And what would your advice be to a parent of a young footballer? <laughs> it's very difficult for the parent because uh, sometimes they they hope to to the the guys uh, become a players, but uh, so uh, the importance for the for the guys is they are enjoy themselves and uh, practical uh, have a. A football uh, training, uh, the sports is very important for their growth. Interesting. And how much? Just lastly, how much work do you do with the parents at the club? Do you have a co- like a parent education program? Um, we have um, a specific uh, program with uh, our uh, psychological area. Uh, during the season, we have uh, something like uh, forty uh, meeting with uh, all the all the parents of the groups uh, divided from the different uh, terms like uh, bullism, like uh, uh, so the, the hungry to play and some many other terms. And, and how, how to behave on the sideline, do you, have, do you help them with this when they're at the game, how to behave correctly? Yeah, they try. They have to try because uh, we do this uh, to uh, to improve uh, their ability. Because sometimes the is not the, the the difficult is not on the technical ability, but the psychological ability. Stefano, thank you very much. It's been fantastic. Thank you very much too, and uh, thank you for these opportunities. Uh, I'm honored to to stay with you. Thanks for tuning in to the MyPersonalFootballCoach.com Soccer Player Development Podcast. MyPersonalFootballCoach.com's Dynamic Ball Mastery Program is the world's leading online individual technical training program, proven and developed at the highest level in the English Premier League. Sign up now to train like the pros and take your game to the next level. Master the ball, master the game.